0: Race fans, Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast brought to you by Short Track Exclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Fattis, alongside two other short track guys in the studio tonight Jim Prokrant, driver of the 07, can't quit sportsman and 2021 sportsman champion here locally at Five Flag Speedway in Pensacola, Florida, and Ted Baber with Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally here at Five Flag Speedway in Pensacola, Florida. What's up, guys?
1: Good evening, sir. How you doing tonight?
0: Oh, man, we're doing good, and we've got uh, some catching up to do from the last episode. Uh, we got to go all the way out to California at Irmandale and uh, catch up on one of our our other drivers that we've mentioned, uh, I don't know, what, maybe a hundred times, of Derek Thorne, taking his second uh, All-Star win down there. Wow. Being man. a thorn in their side,
2: get it? <laughs> hey, man, he's the baddest. Dude. Oh, Yeah. Out there mm-hmm. at Irwindale, son, nobody can touch him. He yeah. comes to Pensacola; a Derby win is in his in oh, his future.
1: So close, I mean, just five laps to go, you know. and <laughs> He's just boink.
2: Yeah, it, well, you know, that's what happens when you get some kid behind you that's hungrier than you are. You gotta. Yeah, you
1: know, you I, I watched uh, I watched
0: some of that replay too, and there were some names out there that we've mentioned before that uh, really didn't. I mean, kind of surprised me being out there it was Chris Davidson and from yeah. Texas, and some of these other guys, Jake Finch and Blaine Roca uh you know I, people were familiar
1: with yeah <laughs> riley herbst riley herbst is uh herbst brothers <laughs> yeah
0: he's uh and jeremy doss he's uh come over here to run the derby and, and some of those southern super series races and uh wow it was uh it was pretty interesting but uh not surprising derrick thorne comes away with his second all-star win so mm-hmm. took home the money
2: Nah, he's one of the best, man. And they're, they're the list of cars that went to that race, you can't beat it. And, you know, as well as I do, our boy Bubba Pollard went out there and won it two years in a row, yep. which is no small feat going that far and winning. And uh Derek Thorne's going to come and run some uh Southern All-Stars races or Southern Super Series, excuse me, races with us this year at Five Flags. So that's yep. going to be pretty cool to have him run all over the country. I think he's... I think he's training himself to maybe do something bigger.
1: <laughs> like uh he needs any practice out here at Five Flags. That's he true. <laughs> that's true. But,
2: I mean, you know, he's never running that track when it's really, really hot and right. slick, like in the yep. middle of summer. So it's going to be a different experience. Right. It's not going to be the same setup. That's why, you know, rac- racetracks, some of them you can run a similar setup, but with all this bump stop and all the the stuff that they run now it's got to be perfect so if the track's a little greasy you got to adjust on it you can't just like the old days throw the same set of springs in for the same racetrack and go and the driver makes a difference it's good to see Derek Thorne congratulations dude that was awesome
0: yeah he wins his second and uh we've got Owen Riddle and Logan Bearden Kale Kanky and Jeremy Doss obviously top five but uh man that the field was stacked and uh you know, I don't think Derek Thorne was up front really to begin with, too. I think he really had to work through the field to get up there. And once he did, I don't think anybody had anything for him.
2: Nah, dude's bad to the bone, man. You go to any racetrack, he's he's going to be there. He's going to be tough. It's going to be fun to watch him and Bubba go head-to-head in, a, like I said, a Blizzard Series race. So that's that's going to be uh, a good thing later this summer. Derek Thorne's an excellent driver, a wheel man, and he's going to get it done
0: yeah we're going to keep up with them they're going mean, to be some of that field's going to make its way over to this side of the country and uh run some of these big races uh there's some news coming out but uh the srl i think they're splitting up at the spears tour i'm not sure if it's really uh together uh i think there's a south of the west tour and then maybe an east tour like the, the old N series used to be east and west and now it is the uh, arkham Nards east and west uh, which we've got actually the Arkham Menard, Series coming, uh, in March. Yeah, I March, think, March, you know, March, here five at Five Flags Speedway for yeah. another race. And, uh, that's always going to be a, a doozy. Um, and I think that's, we've got some locals there too. I think the Outlaws are that night, right? The exactly. outlaw, we,
2: we run the, the, regular season starts for Five Flags on Friday night, which will be Outlaw, Truck, Sportsman, and Pure Stock. And then, or excuse me, the Outlaws won't be there. It'll be, it'll be Truck, Sportsman, Pure Stock, and, and, uh, that's it. And then on Saturday night will be the Outlaws. They'll run with the Arca cars. And I think the VORS compact touring series is going to be here Saturday know. night also. Right. So
1: those the, guys are so entertaining. They're oh man, great. <laughs> I
2: just, it sounds like a batch of mad hornets out there, but <laughs> they put on a heck of a show last time they were here. So that's going to be interesting to watch.
1: Yeah. I loved that one because, like you said, they sounded angry. And there was a, a handful that were just, you know, slightly more equal, but it was entertaining to watch. you got to work your way through the field as well. you got to deal with traffic. So that's also a part of the game.
2: Well, the guy that ended up winning, one guy was dominating. He broke. And then the guy was running second, got the lead, and they battled back and forth. And then he had a big lead, and then he broke. So I think that the guy running third ended up winning the race. But great show.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Yeah, that's, uh that – I mean, it's really just kicking off too. And we've gone over this for, I don't know, the last four or five episodes. Yeah. If not more than that, but there's really just a short turnaround. Uh, and there's really no break like there is in the big series. You know, you have two or three months where you're doing testing and this and that, but it's really not, you know, a turnaround of two or three weeks and you go through the holidays, it's like bam, bam, eat turkey, open presents, and then right back in a race car. Right. And short track racing seems to be just that oh yeah you know you just uh, it's kind of being rude about eating and leaving but that's what they do and um we're right back into it and we're what six weeks into the new year right and we're already two or three races into this big season in short track and i mean we're just it's non-stop even for us yeah exactly
2: it's it's six weeks away from my season opener and my car sitting on jack stands finally got off the jig but I'm started bolting suspension to it, and we got a little bit of more to do. I'm waiting on my motor to come in, and what really sucks is being able to buy headers. You can't buy right. them; everybody's behind. Um, I'm, I'm hoping I'll get my header but time enough to put the motor in and be ready to go race. Because it's it's going to be tight. Because everything's so tight. Because I can say this now: Let's go, Brandon. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you looking out for the little guy. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because that's why everything's so screwed up. But uh, we'll make it. And uh, I don't know if the car's going to be pretty or not, but it'll be on a racetrack.
0: Doesn't well, have to be pretty to be fast. Now, yeah. Speaking of that, do you, do you expect uh, the racing fuel cost to go up?
2: Well, I run Avgas. So it, it kind of goes up and down with with uh, regular gasoline. And last time I bought some was 450 a gallon. Now, racing fuel is about $12 a gallon, right? which I have, I think, 10 gallons for free from Five Flags, but I don't like running it in my motor because it's not is uh obtainable to horsepower as the is the aviation fuel so i'll probably sell that or give it away to somebody and let them have it
0: so the aviation fuel is what you're referring to as ab gas yes right? aviation okay.
2: fuel yeah ab gas yes yeah, it's, it's it's 101 low lead it's it's a pretty good fuel for a race motor and a lot of dirt guys run it right and they don't want me to tell you that but a lot of dirt guys run it yeah so
0: and it's okay to run that
2: yeah it's it's better for the motor. Um, when you run a lot of octane. Well, as far as
0: the rules go. Yeah,
2: it's legal. Okay. It's legal. I mean, you know, people have been trying additives. In fact, our buddy Ben got busted at the Derby for trying some additives in his fuel and, uh, Ricky made him run it out, but there's no reason to. You can run, you can run aviation fuel. It's 101 low lead. It's good for a low compression motor like ours. I think it makes more horsepower my opinion but it feels i can feel a difference when i have to run the 110 versus the 101 so i'll stick with what i know
0: okay outside of uh the fuel that you're putting in with your application for mm-hmm. the other guys that are running that 110? sunoco 110 do you do you see that those prices would go up oh
2: they're gonna go up they always do It'll pro- it's probably right now 12 maybe 12.50 12. Before the season starts, that's insane.
0: That's twelve fifty a gallon, gallon for everybody yes, that's yes, listening. Twelve fifty a gallon for race fuel at the racetrack.
2: Yep, it's four fifty a gallon for avgas. So, what do you think I'm going to do as a budget racer with no money? Yeah, I'm going to buy the cheaper stuff. Like my old fuel cell when I took out of that car, I drained the ten gallons into two five gallon cans. I got ten gallons of fuel sitting here waiting when I get the car put
0: together. Yeah, so. I mean if it's acceptable and it's legal, that's yeah, it really a no brainer. Right?
2: Well, they, I'm waiting for the track to require us to run their gas because I've seen they did it to us once before. We yes, had correct. to buy five gallons of their gas, and I mean, yep. do that. You know, as a, as a low budget racer, it blows my budget out of the water. It's bad enough we went to a different tire. It cost. It's going to cost me another eighty dollars to go race every every race I go to. Mm-hmm. You know, don't lower the cost. Let's raise the cost. You know, what I mean, they went to a nine inch Ford rule rear end, uh, the rear differential. Well, good lord, a, a housing is I'm a thousand dollars. I'm gonna run what I got because well, I'm gonna control our costs, it. right? Yeah. <laughs> trying to keep things down now if somebody out there's got a nine inch ford rear end with, with metric bolt-ons and um you know they want to sponsor an old boy I'd, I'd be willing to take one or buy one cheap anyway we'll be ready that's all that matters
0: yep yeah, i'm sure you will be and uh go back to congratulating Derek thorne on his second uh, all-star showdown at irvindale uh this past weekend and I uh, look for big things to come out of him and uh that whole california stable and really the whole west coast super late models those guys are they're gonna follow suit and they're you know loading up the van and uh are haulers and coming over and uh you know it's kind of fun like we we'd mentioned before in those episodes that you know they're saying well Derek comes over here, and yeah, it takes funding to do all that and I know mm-hmm. those guys are just as good if not better than some of the guys over here on the east coast, so we're we look on them keep up with that and i'm um, going to move on to a little bit of a dirt action uh before we come up with some races that are coming up uh here in the next uh i guess two or three weeks right. uh, but we go through the lucas oil uh late model dirt series uh, at east bay raceway park just past weekend and man i tell you what those dirt late models put on our show don't they
2: oh god yes
0: <laughs> uh,
1: they're, they're fun, fun to watch, watch. Okay. oh yes yeah. <laughs> so especially
2: nice. when they qualify and they got that thing all bowed up and just you never hear them hardly get out of the throttle. Yeah.
1: Never, bu- never burp it if they can help it.
0: Right. I um, we no. We talk about Dennis Herb Jr. I don't think we've mentioned him until now, um, but we have mentioned uh, the turbo, Tyler Herb. But uh, Dennis Herb <laughs> ends a seven-year Lucas Oil Series drought with a wind at East Bay. Well, um, to, that's that's that, pretty impressive.
1: That's happiness there.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. I've I've had long droughts. It feels really good when you cross <laughs> under that checkered flag and go, thank goodness I hadn't lost my talent yet. So that's cool. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, Dennis Herb Jr., Hudson O'Neill, Tim McCready, uh, Shane Clinton, and Stormy Scott were the top five. And I'm just going to throw in some notables that go right down the list of the top ten. It's Ricky Thornton Jr., uh, Devin Moran uh tyler Erb, brandon shepherd and jimmy owens i mean that that top 10 right there uh just doesn't get any better if you beat one of the McCready's, you've done something yeah for sure
2: oh yeah t-max pretty bad Uh, and these
0: guys these guys on dirt believe it or not everybody out there is listening these guys run you know if they're running just this series maybe 20 25 times Right, But well, if but they, they run not. others, uh, some of them get in modified. Some of them run other series, and they may run up to 50 or 60 times a year.
2: At least. These cats it's, are busy. Oh, yeah. Very. They they go to, like, the National 100 in Phoenix City. They run Sonoya, Georgia, and in, a lot of them will go, like, uh, Scott Bloomquist. He goes where the money is. Hmm. If it's a big money race, he's going to be there. If it's $25,000 or more, he's going to be there because – like he jokingly says that he's going to win it because he needs the cabbage. I've heard right. him. I've heard him say that.
0: The old Bloomquist. He's a veteran out there. Oh, have, yeah, he, yeah, he shows up. It's, it's got money on the line and it's got a field.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He's, he, he comes for the cash.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that's a little taste of some of the dirt that we're going to start covering and continue to cover, uh, some of the bigger dirt races. Uh, we've got, um, the world series of asphalt stock car racing coming up at New Smyrna and, uh, a big super late model race at Citrus County, uh, in Florida, uh, with, uh, Bubba Pollard maybe coming, oh, yeah, uh, kind of knocking on the door yeah. to make, make another noise and, you know, take <laughs> going some for money. Three home. In a row. Yeah. I, I look forward to that. I think he's, I think I'm, I'm serious. He, he uh, I saw a video. He's going to maybe run 25, 30 races this year. I, I, I believe he's, uh, he's in store for like something historic.
1: Speaking of busy. <laughs>
2: yeah. He said he was wanting to do some bucket list races. He wanted to win some races that were on his bucket list. So that's going to be interesting to see what those are. Cause he's won everything but the snowball Derby. I mean, he's, he won yeah. the Oxford 250. He won the, the race out in Irwindale. He's won all across America, won up in Canada. So, you know, we're looking forward to that one. It ought to be pretty damn sporty. And three in a row would be pretty awesome.
1: It's not not impossible for him either. Not difficult.
2: No, if if he can keep At- uh, Michael Atwell from knocking him out of the way, because Atwell's <laughs> been driving hard and rough lately. So he's not scared to put a bumper to people. He did it to uh, Rich Bickle. So mm-hmm. think he won't do it to Bubba Pollard. But the problem is when that 26 gets back to him,
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope he's got his belts tight.
1: Mm-hmm. Somebody's yeah. gonna be visiting the
0: wall. <laughs> well, it's it's a new era, you know. For the SRL begins uh, Saturday with uh, the inaugural SRL national race at Citrus County. Uh, Fifteen thousand dollars to win. Uh, you know, it's a quarter mile, one hundred twenty-five laps. Uh, you've got Bubba Pollard, Ty Majeski, Derek Grippis. You know, have all entered for Saturday's race. Bubba Pollard's actually a defending winner of the Pool Florida 100 held at that facility, uh, with Ty Majeski and Derek, uh, Derek Griffith, uh, will both be making their first trips to Citrus County this mm. weekend. So, um, you know, you put the, you know, that old movie, the, not the old movie, but yeah, I guess it was an old movie, um, Field of Dreams yeah 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 <laughs> you build it you build it they will come right i'm telling you you put the money down and put the races together you will have every single stout driver in the country yep. show up at the doorstep
1: you have a purse you're going to have a field yeah well you know the
2: one thing about this srl taking over the super late model deal is they'll probably have an east coast and west coast and probably have a central champion kind of like the way they used to do the uh, The East East and West Series, they'd come together. Or remember the Hooters Pro Cup Series? They used to have the Four Champions Challenge Series where they'd have four races to determine the champion. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for something like that from this because we we need – Late models, super late models to be on the same playing field. So guys can come from the West Coast and race here without major changes. Our guys can go out there without major changes great. and have a national champion. Super late model. <laughs> yeah, because we know how boring NASCAR is, not terrible it's gotten lately. And it's cookie cutter race cars and the drivers are all, gee, iCar ran well today. I want to thank NASCAR because they're doing such a great job. Even Kyle Busch has turned into that. Sad. We have no controversy. Ooh. These guys will put on a show. Guys like Bubba, guys like the '51 there, uh, Der- and, and Derek Nassie. Griffin and Nassie. Yeah. And I was, gonna, they'll put on a show and yeah. they'll get out and fight and get the people on their feet. So that's what <laughs> people want to see. They want old school. They don't want this new school crap. I the mean,
1: homogenized stuff. <laughs> oh
2: God, I'm so sick of it. It's. Gee, the car, and then, and then certain drivers by the name of Darrell Wallace, they give spots to or let him do what he wants, you know, and then when they need to get him a spot, they throw somebody else out, which they did in that crap out there in California. But anyway, um, I look for this SRL series to be really, really good. And I hope that Tim gets in on it and, and we have a national series. That would be something big and would be races we could go to. C- include Docks for 250, include the snowball derby, include races like this. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Make you know? it a national, I mean, a national series out of it, uh, separated by East and West, even a North and South. If you want to do uh, quarters about it right. quarters. and then put all the champions in the top 10 in points and put them in a 40, 40 car race somewhere designated for, like a, a half a million dollar purse, you know, because we've got, we've got guys like Michael House and yeah. George Gorham Jr., which you've mentioned a couple of times down at 417, uh, Derek Griffin, Chris Davidson from Texas, Nick Neri, we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. right. Bubba Pollard, uh, Dylan Bigley. It's a big name down in South Florida too. Jared Irvin, which has got a long lineage of, uh, his dad, you does. know, yeah, we think Ernie, I think okay. his name is.
1: Um, yes, I've heard
0: of him. Jake um. Garcia, Dan Fredrickson. Uh, Michael Atwell, uh, Colin Allman, Ty Majeski. I mean, these guys, I mean, that's just that race. Um, it's, it's incredible how it's starting to come together and you can pretty much see how, uh, you can mold all that together to have a series that would take off
1: Saturdays and Sundays. You can sense yeah. a buildup in the, in the quality and the quantity of the races too. Yeah. So.
2: Well, you could yeah. use an old race like the World Series of Asphalt to decide the champion. You know, that runs eight weeks in a row. Okay, we're going to run eight races. A guy with the most points wins the championship. Right. I mean, it can be done in different ways. But I think that short track racing needs to not lose sight of the prize. Take care of the fans. Put right. racing out there that people want to see. Not a bunch of rich kids playing, but real racers like Bubba Pollard, like George Gorham Jr., like... um. The 30 car, uh, the Carbone guy. um, Jesse Dutille. Jesse Mm -hmm. Dutille. Guys like that, real racers, real short track guys. Not guys trying to make it to NASCAR, but guys that are going to race short track. Derek Thorne, guys that are going to actually race short track racing and not move on. Put them in the limelight. Give them the show because they are the show. Right.
0: Right. And if anybody has not been here, uh, like we preached before um, this past, what was it, 54th? Snowball Derby, fifty fourth, fifty fourth. Yes, yeah. Snowball Derby. Uh, if you haven't been there and you've seen the pits with these haulers, oh my the haulers boy. that roll in here, you would think that you're at a, a short track NASCAR race because they they've got the rigs painted up. They've got two cars in there. They've got the whole crew coming in. They've got the the pit boxes that are rolling out. The war wagons, you know, they call them. All yeah, the they- tools and they've got everything top notch. And it's that they're not open trailers anymore. No. They used to be and there was just as good talent back then. I'm not knocking that at all. But it just goes to show you that when you when you walk into the pits and you look at every one of those haulers in there, pros and supers, and some of some of the modifieds too. That, they've got like right. nice, nice expensive haulers. I agree. There's a lot of money going into this stuff.
2: There is, but here's something else you can do for short track racing. And from a guy like me was a low budget street stock racer. Put on big races for the street stock guys. Yep. Build a set of rules that these series can come together and we can race without spending a million freaking dollars. And open trailers and and guys with pickup trucks can show up and race and put on good shows for the fans also. Because there's people at Snowball Derby, there's a lot of those teams, they actually stay at the track to watch guys like me race.
1: Right, right.
2: So promote, promote promote the street stocks the pure stocks the lower divisions if you'll promote them and push them they'll bring crowds too because the racing is just as good that's just that's just a short track
0: guy's opinion and the technical inspection becomes a little bit more difficult yeah well because the money
2: you can but you can uh make cars where they're good enough to where you can work on them and and tech them without having to tear everybody down every single week but If you get a suspicion somebody's doing something, that's just like with a 602 crate motor, the the crate motors we run. the Every racetrack should have one for the lower classes or two or three sitting around. And when you think that Ted's cheating on his motor, we go, give me your motor, take this one. Right. Okay. You get your carburetor and all your other stuff, but we're going to take this one down we're going to take it apart. And if we find it's illegal, guess what? You lose all your points for this season and you get your motor back, but you better get it fixed and done right. But meanwhile, while we're doing this, you can run this other motor. You know what I'm saying? It's just things like that that can be done differently.
0: And don't you have a pay a fine to come back?
2: Well, uh, I wouldn't do so much a fine because that, that does hurt, hurt the guys. Not so tires in a fine. I agree with when it comes to a motor. No, get your motor fixed. We're going to test it and make sure it's legal. Then you can come back and race. And if you get caught a second time, you're suspended for the rest of the season. So, I mean, there's, there's other ways of doing this, but I mean, my point is, Push the little guys. Stop worrying about the late models so much. They're going to come to town. They're going to bring a show. Uh, but a, a national street stock series would be awesome, you know, for little the little guy
0: in whatever. this area. Yes. Well,
2: you could run. You could do that. You could run Montgomery, Pensacola, Mobile, and and Op, and then have a you know a, once a month we go to their track. We run two, eight, two nights at ours. We have a regular track champion, and then we have an overall champion.
1: Right. Right. All right, that
0: would be cool. Something similar to the Kimmel series,
2: yeah, something similar. You know, the Arca,
0: you know, the yeah, Arca Midwest. But we're not running Bristol or, or IMCA, street or, stock on yeah. dirt. You know, they they run a national series, but that's that's what you're talking about, not yes. just just here in Mobile or whatever. But no, yeah, all the local tracks that are in this region,
2: or even have if the if the SRL comes in, have them have a chant, like the CRA has. They run different tracks. They run all over the country. You could do that also. There's ways of doing it, but I'm just, my point is don't let the little guy suffer. Let's, let's get the big shows together because they, they bring a crowd. But when you do that, you say, Oh, this Saturday night at Pensacola, Florida, we got the late models, but also we got the, the, uh, doc on the Pensacola Beach Sportsman. They're going to be running a special 35 lap feature. Come watch them beat and bang and da, 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 da. Remember how, um, Dave Pavlock used to say the lovable, bendable bombers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but we have none of that anymore. Oh, on the car, the leave blah, 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 blah. Oh, and also the street stocks, purse stocks, blah, 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 We're pushed off to the side. That's BS. Start giving us some. You want car count? You got to give us some love. Yeah. You know, I know cars that are sitting at home because we don't like this. We don't like that. rule. talk to him. Why aren't you calling that guy? Hey, man, why don't you bring a car and race? Uh, give him a set of tires. Buy him some fuel. Give him some free pit passes. Do something to give that man incentive. There used to them.
0: be something called tow money.
2: Yeah, they don't do that. No
0: you more. know, that brings the out-of-towners in here. And you know, I know back in, you know, not too long ago, but, I mean, they did a lot of guys come from Mobile to tow over here. I don't know about tow money, but, the, I mean, the car count used to be between 15 and 20 cars in, in our class.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and,
0: and um, now it's eight.
2: Yeah, but, but there and again, um, tow money. When I used to go to Op, and I'd run for John Dykes, I showed up there one night and broke in practice, pushed it on the trailer, and we were fixing to leave, and his daughter walked up and handed me a $50 bill. She goes, Dad told me to give you this. Thanks for coming up. See, shit like that means stuff. Pardon my French. Stuff like that means stuff. you yep. got to be able to do that. Give a pit pass to a man who's had a bad night. Hey, Jim, man, here, here's a pit pass for you tonight. You wrecked your car, man. And and you own a parts, like the Bryants, they own a parts department. They can't give discount parts to one of their racers or help them. Hey, Jim needs a, a header. We'll just give it to him. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of it.
1: Yeah, It'll be made up for by being there every night.
2: I went to Op one time, showed up, I had my card. They didn't take cards. Malia Dykes turned around and said, he's racing, sign him up. Jim, will just take it out of your payout. Right. Yeah. I mean, who does that? It, when you leave Op and say it's a rainout, they give you the option of giving your money back. They'll say, hey, you want your money back or do you want a, a rain check? I need my money back. Okay. And they'll stand there at the pit gate and go, there's your money, Thanks. I mean, you've got to be able to do that. And I'm not saying Tim's a bad promoter, but he doesn't promote us anymore. All he worries about is the big shows. I know he's got to worry about money, but if you promote the little guy, I think you'll have more, a better racing, and I think the little guys will show up more if you feel appreciated. Well,
0: I mean, maybe if he had somebody out there that went to knock on the doors, you know, the canvas for the money, right. and not really mm-hmm. have him send somebody out there to knock on these doors and say, you know, are you interested? Are you interested? Are you interested? And knock on these doors and say, Yeah, we've got a uh, hundred thousand dollars for the season for the sportsman class. Okay, done. Like all the yeah. sponsors do, but they I don't know that they put that kind of money kind of on it. Uh, well, I'm saying I know what you're
2: saying. Yeah. You, if right. you put
0: you. up that kind of money and you have a sponsor to do uh twelve races and you're paying you know, five to eight thousand dollars for a sportsman win. Oh, now you, good. I'm you telling get you, I, I, yeah, I you you build it, you they will come. But if you're putting up the money, back in the day, uh, it was four hundred dollars to win. So Three hundred
2: to win when I started.
0: Yeah, yeah. that ain't uh, much, and it, it cost you that much just to get in and get through the night, just to win that. Yeah. Now you finish eighth or ninth, um, and feel good about yourself. You load up in one piece. You go get a check for thirty-five dollars.
2: It should pay back better. And here, here's the other thing, though. And and I've seen this. I've talked to people. Pull into a gas station with your race car behind you. Oh, where do you race? Five Flags. I didn't even know that was still open. Where's the advertisement?
0: Yeah, the advertising, you're making millions yeah.
2: at the Snowball Derby. Spend the money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Advertise and and send little guys like me to, to meet meet. Oh, we're having a baseball game down in Pensacola tonight. Okay, we're gonna send Jim down to sit around, and sign hero cards, and talk about racing.
1: Put, put the car out in the parking lot.
2: Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, put a yeah. table, sign autographs, talk to people. You've got to get it out there, and there's no promotion for us local guys, so there's nobody interested in sponsoring us. This just, like I said, one short track guy's opinion, take it or leave it.
1: I mean, I'm just trying to
2: just to make things better for the little guy because the little guys do more support. They bring more people. The late models don't bring people. The little guys have families and stuff that come to the races.
0: Well, hopefully, um, you know that uh, will change in not too far ahead of us. Um, but we do we do have a couple of other points to catch on before we sign off. Um, March fifth, uh, the Alabama two hundred, and I think Ted's uh, Ted's got a lineup for. Uh, a big prolate model race at Mo- Montgomery Motor Speedway, uh, in the hunt for the bear.
1: <laughs> of all things, you're gonna you're gonna get a bear, okay? Yep. Well, let, let's see who's in the hunt for the bear. Why, why don't we do that? Uh, got quite a list, and there's a few names we haven't heard too much about, but a whole lot of them that we have. We start off with Jojo Wilkinson, Matt Craig, Cody Hall, Jackson Bishop, at Jackson with an X for those of you that are keeping score at home. Chris Davidson, we've spoken about him before. John Boland. Very local driver up in Montgomery. Bryson Schaefer. This one should be fun. Gio Ruggiero. I hope I nailed that. I think you did that last Wednesday, and,
0: and I think you did nail it
1: twice in a row now, sir. Good job. Gage Rogers. Chase Johnson. Brittany Zamora. Cole Williams. Hunter Robbins. Also very local in Montgomery. Evan Shotko, uh, Steven Chun. Jeff Dawkins. Jake Garcia. Somebody we've been talking about quite a bit. Know a little bit about. John DeAngelis. Landon Devon, Grant Thompson from uh, Mobile, Christopher Tullis, Dustin Smith, also from the Mobile area, Jim Wall, a modified, modified the Mayhem driver. Right. And Justin Bonnet. Right. So, an excellent stacked field. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's the Alabama
0: 200 at Montgomery Motor Speedway, uh, March 5th. And uh, like I said, you know, this short track racing, man, is a quick turnaround. And um, th- we've already. I mean, hammered off a couple of them in a row. Right. Uh, and there's a couple of them right around the, within this weekend and next weekend. And then we're right back in the Five Flags Speedway season. And it's nonstop for us. <laughs> it doesn't take long. No, so, it doesn't. The short track guys, uh, you know, we <laughs> we don't take a break either. I don't think we've had maybe a week or two so off. And we're right back at it again. <laughs> it's trying to keep up with everything else around us. Amen yeah.
2: to that. Yeah, goodness gracious.
0: And uh we just really kind of accumulate uh, this 37th uh, episode uh we want to give a real big shout out to all the support right. and all of our listeners uh the most recent Sharon mosley from defuniac springs thank you so much for listening uh it means a lot it means the world to us thank you thank you uh, all your support is our motivation that's why we do this to put it out there um we just wanna not forget our our listeners because that that's really what keeps us going and right. uh, we just wanna appreciate everybody and and keep listening and keep throwing the comments and uh helping us grow and um you know we've got uh a did you know segment coming up uh we've got a little bit of uh information coming some things that go out there that uh, race fans aren't really familiar with sometimes
2: yeah um you know everybody knows the fl- the normal flags you got the green flag which means go yellow means slow down there's caution on the speedway red means stop where you're at and some people don't get that because i'll just keep going and then you have these two flags that a lot of people have hardly ever seen or, or even noticed during the race because they're too busy watching the action and the first one is the blue flag with a yellow stripe that lets drivers know that the leaders are coming up on them. you're fixing to get lapped in other words hold your position don't do anything silly. If the leaders are coming. You're going to get lapped. And I've had people run me up the racetrack with that one, so they don't pay attention to it either. But I tell, I tell drivers when you're on the racetrack for the first time, Look at the flag stand. When you go on that racetrack, the first thing I want you to come off turn four, the first time I want you to look at that flagman, Mm -hmm. keep your eye on him. Notice where all the the, uh, traffic signal lights most racetracks have that tell you red, yellow, green. So when something happens, there's a lot of times my spotter don't even see it and I'm already lifting because the caution's out. and He's too busy watching me and not seeing what's going on. So, you know... Pay attention to that, and especially that move over flag. Because if you're a rookie, you're going to see it quite a bit. I've seen it. I've seen that flag a lot back in my old super stock days. And
1: I've of seen course, it ignored a lot too.
2: <laughs> yeah, it gets ignored. Yeah, I've I've been wrecked by people that just are sound asleep, not paying attention. Um, and the other thing is black flag which most of us race car drivers do not want to see dreaded get, black hanky <laughs> yeah it means get off the racetrack we need to talk to you you did something silly or you wrecked somebody or we feel that like your car's got a problem like your car's smoking because you got an oil leak
1: you're dropping you're, fluid somewhere you're dropping
2: fluid um you got a tire rub could be something dangerous for for the people around you, so they black flag you. So when you see the black flag, that means if you're shown the black flag and your number comes up on that board, get off of the racetrack. Right,
1: you, they so, will stop scoring you after I uh, think it's three laps, but I could.
2: Well, NASCAR they give you a they give you a, a, a white they actually have a white a black flag with a white stripe which tells you that you got three laps and they're going to quit scoring you. Anyway, I, I think that's pretty cool. That, that some That's a flag that the, the uh, people don't normally see or pay attention to. Right. Like I said, and we know what the white flag means, last lap. And, of course, checkered flag means you won or the race is over, depending on where you are in the field.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the halfway mark, you'll see the flag stand uh, or the flagman come out with two flags and he makes an X makes the x flags thing. and you know that that designates the halfway mark if it's a hundred laps, he'll put it out at fifty uh so that's just a halfway sign uh sometimes they'll have a flag with the x in it, but most of the time they're using the flags uh usually which one it yeah. is uh the yellow and something else, whether it's white or green well, and usually
2: the the flagman has the yellow and the green in his hands mm. so he'll he'll use those you know yeah, like we'll to let you know that. it's yeah. still yep. coming at me. when he gets towards the end of the race you know and there's also uh the Halfway mark, and then sometimes the flagman, when there's five to go, he'll hold his hand out with five fingers and sometimes ten. Right, he'll throw it out with his hands in front of him with all five fingers extended and spread open as wide as they can to let you know there's ten <laughs> laps to go. That's hard to five see, to go. <laughs>
1: that's really hard yeah. to see. Count. You'll never
2: and then, see the flagman flag put
0: two of the flags up for two to go, and right. then the white flag comes yes. out, and then checkered. Yeah, so, checkered. Those are just some of the things that, um, you know, you might see on TV. Uh, well, actually you probably won't see on TV Mm, because they're focused on the, all the action. But if you're at your local uh, short track and you're, you're watching and some of these flagmen, uh, especially, you know, some of the sprint cars and dirt these guys get, like, dramatic with Heck it. And it's, oh, almost, yeah. it's almost theatrical, <laughs> yeah. really, because they put on a show. They've got their own personality, and they've got their own wave and their own maneuver. They're and, bouncing around. Yeah. Bouncing around. <laughs> it's it's incredible. Head. It's artwork, yeah. you know. Uh, so my hat's off to all the flag guys out there that yep. um, that keep up with it. Now, they've got communication up in the stands with right. um, or in the box, in the you know, tower. with the, the race director and everything about when to do this, when to do that. But – I think uh, the flagman pretty much has a, a free free call too when yeah. he sees something, and mm,
2: yeah. that's what a race director is for. I, I I think the flagman should have that privilege, but a lot of racetracks that's why he has a headset on because the oh. race director says caution in for If he didn't see it, but that's like when drivers start doing stupid stuff, the flagman should black flag him. The the tower should have no control over the flagman. Just my opinion. Sure. I think the flagman ought to be in control of the racetrack.
0: Well, if you're ever at a short track, uh if you've been going and didn't know that, then you do now and uh if you're just a, a a a new listener and you go to a short track this season, uh then you've learned something and now you can probably pass that on to people in the stands that you, that you meet. Yeah, that that'll that'll get with us uh, for this week and we yeah. look forward to updating all that stuff coming up this weekend next Wednesday. And uh guys, as usual, as usual um it's glad to uh, glad to have you guys in the studio and talk short track racing and did you know and then some things on the side but um uh, glad yeah to be
2: here glad to be here and and um thank you to everybody who helps on my race team I just want to give Will and Martin and Ben and Ted a shout out uh Frank Yuchi okay. thank you for being my spotter and uh thank you Thomas for doing this this was your baby yes. and and we're happy to be here and do it we love it it's fun And while I'm thinking about it, let's go, Brandon.
0: Let's go, Brandon. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we will talk to you next Wednesday.
2: All right.